I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back, guys, to Manager Martini. Wait, guys. Is guys like a thing, like a regional thing? When I say guys, I mean like girls and boys. I don't mean like just the guys. Because I think around here, guys means both. But I think I've been places where they're like, you say guys, and it's just you're referring to guys. Is this really? a thing? Yeah. No, I never heard of that. Yeah. I think it's a regional thing, maybe. So mm. what I meant to say was... Welcome, girls and boys, back to Marriage of Martinis. Everybody's included. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am Adam, and here is Danielle. Hi. <laughs> you, you can't even say girls and guys anymore because you have to think about the non-binary right. and everything. Girls and guys and them. Yeah. And they. They. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Everybody is welcome here. Always, everybody. Of course. And before we even get started, I just wanted to do a, like, just a quick little, like, thank you guys for your support. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you girls and boys and them and they for your support. Um, I appreciate you guys so much. I've just been thinking about this podcast thing for a while and I just love this. I'm just so happy doing this and thank you for listening and for accepting me <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and understanding. I feel the same. And realizing that we are all going through some shit. And I love it. I just want to say thank you. That, that, that's Aww, it. That's yeah. very sweet. Except for that one guy who's on Instagram mm-hmm. who I think he like challenged me to a fight or something like a week ago on Instagram. What? Yeah, there was some dude on Instagram who was, he said something and said uh, something nice about you and then said something about, all right, if I have to fight your husband or something like that. Oh, come on. He was kidding. He's one of our biggest fans. All right, listen. If you're listening, I accept your challenge. Three o'clock in the parking lot. (laughs) No brass knuckles. That's the one rule. super cool. I think you guys would be really good friends. I like him a lot. Have you ever seen Three O'Clock High? I have seen Three O'Clock That's High. That's one of the greatest movies ever. I I I, I would say no, it is not. But um, such but a good movie. No, it is not. Yes, it is. It's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. But right. Anyway, but you would love he the guy or to whom you're referring. Okay. Uh, you would love. He's right. he's really cool, and I know you're kidding around, and he's. Uh, well, I'm not kidding. If you want to fight, meet me outside. I'll bring the band aids. You bring the ice packs because mm-hmm. we're both over forty. 
And you don't know if he's over 40. No, nah, he said that in the thing. Oh, he, he said, did? We're both over 40, so we're going to oh, walk away with like, broken legs or something. I would love something. to watch that. <laughs> I would love to watch that. Yes, that would be the most, that would, that YouTube video would go viral right? for sure. Yeah. Yes. It'd be like the, like the, the girl slapping fight. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Girl fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, we are doing an episode about something about siblings. Would you wow. like to elaborate? Uh, you're really great to work with. <laughs> you always know what's going on. I have no idea. As uh, usual. So I wanted to do something about birth order and a little bit about siblings. We don't need to get too deep in the sibling thing. I mean, my brother and sister want to come on and we're going to talk about siblings. Well, your sister was on. No, but I'm saying to talk about like sibling relationships and stuff and that'd be, you know, that's a whole other thing. But okay. more about like birth order, a little bit you ha- when you talk about birth order, you have to talk about siblings, right? And we all, whether you're an only child or wherever you fall in the birth order, I think it's interesting what for me, as a third child, being a third child personally, I think has really influenced me in my life. Um, but one thing I haven't thought about until I started researching for this episode is how much I think it affects us as a couple, too. And, you know, where it, maybe you don't believe the hype about, you know, that each of us in our birth order, it's a lot of stereotyping talking about birth order but it's a different kind of stereotyping right because we can all relate we're not stereotyping you know a race or a religion or a class it's it's about birth order and every single one of us can fit in there somewhere so for me it's for fun but whether some people believe that birth order is actually a thing and that there's something behind it some people believe that it's all bullshit and you know it's it doesn't really matter but I think it's an interesting thing to talk about and I think it affects it certainly affects has affected my life in a really big way well yeah I think there's some truth to it I I I probably did not research it as much as you did and I don't know as much well, about shocking. it as you do mm-hmm. um but I, from the limited research that I did and from the limited knowledge that I have about it um I can understand how there's some validity to, I guess, this theory. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm. Start it up. Uh, well, I asked you some questions. Okay. But first of all, I'll, I'll just start out by saying, so when you do, the, when you talk about research for all of this, Alfred Al- Alder. I know who he is. Yes. So he through was Through my research. Okay. So he was really the first one, Alfred Alder, uh, to research personality development and birth order. And he was from the late 1800s to the early 1900s. But then most scientists and most researchers don't really want to take on the idea of siblings and birth order because there are just too many variables. Um, there's gender, there's right. age, age gap, the number of siblings, income, culture, education. There's just too many X factors. Sure. So it's really only in the past 20 or 30 years that they've really started doing intense research about siblings. I'm sorry, how many years? I got 20 to 30. So only in the last 20 to 30. Okay, keep going. I just wanted to hear that. Uh, And Jeffrey Kluger is sort of the more current 
researcher and scientist about um, the effects of siblings, siblings on human behavior and birth order studies and all that stuff. So he did like a TED talk. He's put out some books. Um, so he's really the more current. So Alfred Alder was the older, mm-hmm. you know, uh, eight, late 1800s, early 1900s. But Jeffrey Kluger is the more modern. So when I discuss the more modern stuff, most of it comes from his TED talk that I watched or his, in his um, books and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I asked you some question. Why don't you go through the questions? Because I'm not good at that. <laughs> um, I, well, to start off, you asked if I believe this to be like a real thing or just to be a myth. Yeah, or... people out there, like, do you think, is it a real, is this a legit thing that we talk about birth order as a real influence on our personality, on how we get jobs, on, you know, our marriage, how we raise our kids? I, I, I just wonder. I think nature versus nurture is a big role in this whole it's not a debate but this thing like this thing about yeah there's no debate youngest children are the best (laughs) youngest oh sorry yes i agree oh yeah Mm -hmm. um well you're not youngest you're younger but still yet youngest uh when it's at a two it's younger (laughs) i am youngest right you are oh you are oh i am i know i know all right (laughs) um but no, but I would say typically um, when you're in one household, nature remains constant, right? Nurture is the thing that varies between each child. Um, I don't know what nature remains constant. Like you get your like, period every 28 days. <laughs> no. I have no clue what you're talking so about. So all, all three children typically are probably growing up in the same environment. All three children? Two, three, six, oh, four. So, it doesn't matter. Oh, siblings. Yes. Oh. All siblings are growing up in the same uh, nature in the same house in the with the same parents with the same influences besides the siblings and that it's I I agree and disagree with that. Okay, the environment is the same. That's not necessarily true. I'm saying typically no. Uh, this is just my. I'm, this is not research. This is my thoughts. Right, right. But like my brother and I are ten years apart. Okay. My parents were at a very different stage when they had my brother okay. than when they had me. Okay. Uh, what changed? Oh, Wait, can we not get into yeah, that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. But what I'm saying is I think – I see what you're saying okay. and the basis of it. But I think that there's, again, so many factors that come into okay. play. For the most part, you grew up in the same town. You grew up in the same neighborhood. You grew up in the same house. You grew up, You went to the same schools. For the most part, mm-hmm. not everybody. Mm-hmm. So your environment is kind of constant. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the nurture is what changes and influences. So when you're the firstborn, is you know you have your first kid, and it's oh we have to do everything right. Let me do research. Let me read a book. Let me do. Like, make sure everything is perfect. By the time the second child is born, it's like, eh, okay, I figured out a few things. By the time the third kid is born, it's like, all right, go fucking do whatever you want to do. So that's the nurture. That's the influence of your child that differentiates between each child. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but if you're the first child, you don't have a sibling. You have no influence by another sibling. When you're a second child, you have the influence of your older sibling. When you're a yeah, third child, yeah, I think child, I read something that parents with the oldest child they spend three thousand more hours with that child usually on average than they do with the. I don't think we spent three thousand hours with any of our children. 
No, that's probably true. <laughs> no, but combined. But my point being, with each child, there's another sibling to influence their personality. Unless their, it's an only child. Well, okay, we didn't. Yeah, right, we didn't talk right, about that. Right, right, right. Uh, so there's so, like you just said, there's so many influences that can change the personality or the upbringing of a child based upon how the parents nurture, how the siblings nurture, how things are going. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I got. Well, this is all science, so it's all your... <laughs> I mean, it's science and it's not science because there's so many variables that it makes yeah. it hard. You can't prove no, anything. it's fun to think it's about. It's fun. Because I agree. The, because there's so many variables. Totally. So, all right, so I'll just go through a few, um, I'm going to just go through a, a few basic things, which everybody maybe in a general sense already knows, but just for the sake of conversation, I'll go through and tell you a little bit, um, you know, just about. So firstborn, um, you know, usually you, you think of them, they're going to be the most successful, right? They'll be the ones who earn the most money. Uh, they'll be the ones who are the most loyal to the family, most driven to achieve in traditional ways. They'll also be the tallest. Is that true? Well, that's from my research. Even if it's only by a few centimeters. And they remember how you said that um, I was a leftover sperm? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Although I'm taller than my sister. But wait a minute. Typically, aren't men taller than women? So the first Yeah, born... I don't think it means it like that. I think uh, maybe relatively speaking. You know, if you're like, uh, if it's a... a the oldest is a girl and she might be taller on average, like uh, relatively speaking than her younger brother or sister. So is it like if for all the firstborn girls that have ever existed are taller than all the uh, second every born single girls? A hundred percent of them. Okay. Yes. I just wanted, yes. Uh, yeah. You should definitely for this kind of research, you need to just do a blanket. Yes. Kind of it, it's all or nothing. I get it. Yes. You're you're you would be a fantastic scientist. <laughs> anyway, so they tend to have. Oh, they also tend to have higher IQs by about or at least three points over the second born. Twenty-one. For instance, this is a for instance, 21 of the first 23 astronauts were first born or only children. Middleborn. Middleborns tend to be the ones who are stuck in the center seat for life. They tend to take longer to find themselves. Middle children tend to invest more in friendships and seek relationships more outside the family because they do tend to get the shaft as far as attention goes from their parents. Some research say, though, that the app the apparent disadvantages middle children endure can help them be more empathetic, independent, and articulate. Qualities of middle chi- children include mediator, compromising, diplomatic, avoid conflict, independent, loyal to peers. They have many friends and are unspoiled. Hmm. Lastborns. Okay. Lastborns tend to be funnier. Wait, can I guess? What does that mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, because you, we're both. Well, I'm a lastborn. No. Right. You were last uh, born are very secluded. They suck their fingers. They like to sleep a lot, and they're very smart. And so oh, you're talking about our son. <laughs> yeah. uh, they tend to be funnier, obviously. Yeah. More empathetic, more intuitive. They're much likelier to be rebels. Younger siblings, I love this, are twice as likely to smoke and drink. Holla! Mm-hmm. If they have an older sibling. Who already smokes and drinks. Okay. 
Okay. Well, you had that, right? Uh, I have no comment to that. Okay. I have a brother and sister who will kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I didn't. You possibly did. Or not. Yeah. You know, but listen, when you're, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll get them. We're good. They're going to come on. Okay. Researchers revealed that this arises because younger siblings always try to follow the path of their older sibling. Because last borns view the older sibling as bigger, faster, and smarter, they may attempt to differentiate themselves by being more rebellious. Qualities of a last born include manipulative, Mm -hmm. charming, blaming others, attention-seeking, tenacious, a people person, a natural salesperson, affectionate, and they love surprises. Okay. Those are just some of the things about them. Only children. Only children. Okay, tend to be more sophisticated, have a better vocabulary, and uh, they even have social better social skills often. They have a great ability to make and maintain friends to resolve conflict because they have to be nimble when learning uh, about skills outside the home, like in daycare, playgroups, and school. One of the advantages of being an only child in the home is that the conversations you hear and participate in, the TV shows you watch, the vacations you go on, tend to skew older. All these things become food for the developing brain, and by the time the child is in first grade, he or she has a background in adult thinking and abstract concepts that children with siblings just don't get. So, what? yeah. Older children, te- you know, I think that there is, uh, uh, I think that there's a, um, what's the word, uh, a judgment or a stereotype about older children that they're spoiled and. Wait, older or only? I'm sorry, only. Yes. I'm sorry, only children. That, you know, they're spoiled, they're, um, they can't share, they don't play well with others because they never had a partner or, and maybe to an extent that that's true. But it doesn't hold up for the only children I know in my life. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I feel like, all right, so only children, like they don't, they don't have a sibling to share with, but they, they still interact with other kids. If they're in daycare and stuff. Well, they go to school, don't they? Maybe they're homeschooled. I think all right, all right, we're time. talking about right. Like yes, yes, they 1%. go to school, but you don't go to school. If you don't go to preschool, you're not in school till you're five or six years old. That's a long time to be by yourself, like with, right. the, you know, but yes, a bit, if they go to daycare and stuff, you know, but, but it, it shows that, um, but it shows that only children are really no different than other kids. Specifically, they're not more spoiled, lonely, selfish, or over dependent. Actually, there's plenty of good news about only children. In fact, research shows they're self-confident, well-organized, and ambitious. Yeah, I feel like if you're you're a child with siblings and you're like, "Fuck you, that's mine. I want to play with that." Versus an only child who like wants a friend to come over and be like, "Here, play this with me," you know? No, or they're not used to sharing. So I guess it depends. No, I don't know. I, but I, so the the national average uh, for single child families, so twenty percent of in Amer- of American families, uh, you know have uh, single child families, so only children. 20%. 20%. That's high. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised about that too. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. All right, so I asked you, um, like, so one thing that I started thinking about mm. with the two of us oh, is boy. birth order and marriage, okay? Okay. So 
do you feel like it it makes so much sense to me about all the problems we've had that we're both really stereotypical for you younger for me youngest children so I wanted to know what your thoughts about that like do you think it's problematic that we were both youngest kids and for anybody listening think about you and your spouse or, you know, relationship that you, you're in and your birth order and from what we just said, how does it affect you? Okay. So you're asking me if I think it's problematic that we're both the younger or youngest mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hold on because you went out of order once again mm-hmm. and I got to find my answer mm. because I went in order as usual. Okay. So do I think it's problematic that we're both the youngest or you're you're the young, no, you're the youngest. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm the younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my answer is nope. Really? Uh, and yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, we're we're both so similar in those areas that I think it works for us. What? So, all right. Listen. My answer for yep is. Like, we're both rebellious risk takers. We're both spoiled. Yeah, it's fun. Um. Okay. So we're right, horrible right. adults. All right. So that's the nope that we're both so rebellious and we take risks and we're both spoiled. And all right. There's so many factors to the fact that we're the youngest. But the yup is we're both so fun. We're both exciting. We're both very smart people. We click on so many levels that, um, that's what made me think this whole thing is real, that it's not a myth, that because we both have the qualities of the younger child. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have embraced those with full force, baby. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. So we just did an episode about secrets and lies, and I have a confession. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so I actually did not create all of those specialty craft cocktails that you love. I had a, a little help. But I did do some of my own. But for the most part, uh, I have to confess, I, I did use this company called Shaker and Spoon. I'm so excited to talk about this because I've been using them for like a year now. And, and you've been waiting to confess? I've been waiting to confess my <laughs> guilt. This could be the next guilt episode. This is why I'm so excited like that they've partnered with us because... They're a monthly cocktail subscription box. They deliver craft cocktail experiences to your home. Yeah, it's really fun getting those boxes. It's really fun. Like you open it up, it's like a birthday present. It's so fun. It's like a party in a box. (laughs) A party in a box. Yeah. So each month, a box arrives with three brand new original recipes created by world-class bartenders as well as enough ingredients like syrups and bitters and mixers and garnishes, all that fun stuff for 12 complete cocktails. You're like a kid in a candy store I'm with that. so excited. Mm-hmm. To, like, to, like I'm giddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Each box is different. They revolve around one type of liquor. So all three recipes that you get use the same one liquor for all 12 drinks. You only need to add the liquor. So you provide the liquor. They provide the stuff, the fun stuff. And it just makes it that easy to prep your drink. They even have like step-by-step instructions as well as YouTube videos. And they're only like 30 seconds. So it's not like you have to watch this long thing to like, it's so fast. It's so quick. It's literally 30 seconds. So go to shakerandspoon.com slash marriage. They'll take $20 off their already low subscription price at checkout. 
shakerandspoon.com slash marriage. Save 20 bucks off your subscription. It's awesome. Check it out. I'm really excited to talk about this company, Lola, and it's founded by women for women. We're always so concerned about what we're putting into our bodies food-wise and we're buying all these organic cosmetics. So why should our women's products be any different? I agree. I, I completely you should agree. agree. Especially... Do not put foreign things in your bodies. Oh, God. Especially as a mom now of a teenage girl, I'm more concerned with this than ever. And I can also... I'm sure you can relate to the fact, Adam, that I'm always having to run out last minute when I get my period because I ran out of tampons the month before. And of course, I never went out and no. replenished. Never. Because no, that's you, just you how text I... text me, can you please go exactly. run out after, like from work? Exactly. And I'm like, do I really have to? So Lola delivers straight to your door and you can design your boxes to suit your personal needs. You can mix tampons and pads. You can also decide how frequently you want the shipments and you can cancel, modify, or skip an order at any time. So it's it's seriously zero pressure, unlike a lot of other subscription boxes. And the best part is that the products are 100% cotton with absolutely no added chemicals. And that's different than most other women's products. They also sell these amazing biodegradable natural cleansing wipes that are safe to use anywhere on your body for that Midday fresh, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I love me some freshness. Um, And right now, I'm so excited because my Lola is offering marriage and martinis guests. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 40% off all subscriptions. Uh, If you visit mylola.com and enter the promo code MNM. 40% 40% off. That's big time. So head over to mylola.com and at checkout, make sure you put in the promo code MNM. Stay fresh, guys. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. But we love that about each other and we hate uh, that about we? each other. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, one, there was. I read this whole thing about a marriage counselor who was like, basically, if you want to make, if you want to start your marriage being even like riskier than it usually is as, you know, with whatever it is, 50% of marriages ending in divorce, uh, marry somebody in your own birth birth order. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you want to really maybe, you know, challenge your marriage and maybe get off to like a rocky start or whatever, a firstborn marrying a firstborn or a middle child marrying a middle child, not the way to go. A couple consisting of two lastborns is more likely to get into debt. Oh, (laughs) all right. So I think I, I personally, you know, I never thought about it before until now. I never put two and two together. I knew we had very, some similar personality traits. I think of the two of us, I'm definitely the more conservative one, right? Like I think... Uh, what? No? Conservative? 
I mean, what about you as conservative? Well, maybe I'm like, I'm more of like a homebody. I'm more of, um, you know, I, I think that I am more of like a family girl. Like, (laughs) I'm serious. Okay. And I think you are more, you're like all adventure. Like you can't sit still for two seconds. Like everything has to be constantly moving, exciting. I think um, you're you're always like waiting for the, like the next quote unquote high, even though I'm not, you know, that's not a literal thing. But oh, I wish it was. But I think that the two of us to get like, I think the one of the things that I fell in love with you about, and maybe that's the problem with. Getting married at 24 <laughs> is that you were so exciting and adventurous and, uh, you know, you you felt like, you know, you wanted to be constantly like having fun. And now that I'm a little older, I'm like, fuck, that's not what maybe, you know, that's yeah problematic. Different, yeah. Uh-huh. different times. Yeah. But it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was. Then. Yeah, but we had too much fun. We were not. We, we have never been. Neither of us are good at like adulting and no. being responsible. And in a marriage, you need, you know, I guess that's like the whole thing. Opposites attract, right? Yeah, so you we're not them. opposites. That's what I said. Right. We're not. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying like you need one person maybe to be the adventurous one and one person. Oh, okay. And I think in comparison to you, I do think I am the more responsible one which is really scary that is kind of scary right but i'm saying even compared to you i am the one who's sort of like i think keeps us in line (laughs) but i'm nobody to be keeping anybody (laughs) in line so it doesn't right but actually it's funny because and i don't know if any of this is true take it all with a grain of salt but when i did my research it said lastborns or only children who marry other lastborns or only children make the best match see Right. We and do. We, 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 we've, I mean, we're, we're still here. <laughs> uh, the next most successful marriage pairing, supposedly, is middle class. I'm sorry, middle class. Middle class. Oh wow. I know that's bad. Yeah. Middle children and lastborns. So middle children, I guess, are like more empathetic and stuff. So maybe under more understanding of what fuck ups lastborn children are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because my parents were both oldest kids. But my mom is so not a typical yeah, oldest. Oh my god! Right? The complete opposite of right everything we researched about right. your first. She's yeah. so not like driven and responsible and like. <laughs> and my dad, it's so funny because and they have. I mean, they've been married for fifty plus years. But my dad is like. I think he was like literally born a full grown adult. Yeah. He's ultra you know what I mean? responsible. He's like the Benjamin Button, but instead of getting younger, he like got older. <laughs> His, I, he was born old and got older. Yeah. He was yeah. born like an old man and got older. Like he <laughs> is the most conservative, not in like his political beliefs or anything, but the most conservative like human being. I mean, oh my God. He, yeah. But that's funny because talking about your mom, like you being the third child. You had to be responsible because you had to get yourself ready in the morning. You That's had to, true. I did have that. Which yes. most third child children, children mm-hmm. don't, according to our research, don't do. They're not able to do that. Well, I think for me that the the 
you know, my my brother is 10 years older than I am. My sister is seven years older than almost seven years older than I am. I think by the time I think my parents were like, wow, yeah, let's have a third kid. And then I was born. And number one, they were like, oh, my God, we, we've done this twice. And then I think they were also sort of like, she's way harder than the first two. Like eight, my brother and sister were super easy kids to raise. And then I was really difficult that I think they were sort of like done. Yeah, they're they're so much like better than you. They are. And, yeah, they're I so know. smart. I'm the leftover and sperm. They're, they're so it. responsible. I know they're really good people. Yeah. <laughs> I suck. Uh, but I think that it's just so interesting that my you know it's my dad almost plays an older child role to my mom, even though they're both older oldest children. But yeah, I really my dad though. But but but. But. Opposite track because my mom, my mom really has the personality of a youngest child. But I think that's what my dad loves about her is that she lightens it up for him. She's more, you know, she doesn't. Well, he's so ultra responsible. Yeah. And ultra like, you know. Yeah. That's, it's, I swear to and, God, in Ferris Bueller's Day uh, Off when Cameron says, uh, oh no, when Ferris says about Cameron, if we shoved coal up your ass in two weeks, we'd have a yeah. diamond. That's my dad. Right. Right? Yes. Yes. Makes sense. And my mom is like, she's fun loving and a pain in the ass, but fun loving and can make any situation great. So, you know, in some ways it works for them. But they're both oldest children, and he's an actual oldest child, and she's not. No, not even a little. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about our kids? Do you think they're, they follow this theory of? Yes, except our oldest. Really? Yeah. I don't. Not any of them? Uh, no. All right. Ian, yes. To the T. Right. Um, I actually have here. Um, Ian's our middle child. Right. Well, if you listen, you know who he's he is. He's three years younger than Mia and three years older than Jonah. Okay, but anybody who's listening who knows us okay, knows these things. they don't have to memorize our fucking kids' well, birth order. Well, listen, if you like us, you'll memorize oh, our kids' birth dates. For the love of God. Okay. All right. All right. So what I found was... Um, and at home, I want people to think about this. Are your kids stereotypical? It's all stereotyping. But right. it, are your kids stereotypical... Youngest, middle, oldest, or just okay. only so, or whatever. <laughs> you asked me if they um, follow this typical birth order thing, or do you think this has to do with how we treat them? So that got me thinking. Well, I mean, we're equally neglectful to all of them. <laughs> I said yes, how we treat them. But are they the way they are because of how we treat them? Or do we treat them... The way we do because of the way they are. Well, that's exactly what uh, the, the the dude from the late 1800s, Alfred Alder, Alder. Oh. Alfred. Okay. Al. What does Alfred say? Al Bundy. <laughs> uh, he said that, you know, it's not so much that, that that is the actual, that kids are born like that. It's that we sort of put that on them. You know, that we are like, oh, they're the oldest, so they should be the most responsible. I say to Mia all the time, and it's such bullshit and I should never say it. You're so much older. You should know better. You know, like I always do that. Like when she fights with Jonah, who's seven and she's 13, and I know he can be annoying, you know, like for sure. But I'm always like, you are 13. Why are you fighting with him? But really, like 
she lives in a house with him. It's annoying sometimes. Yeah. I know. I know. I shouldn't do that. But I do. I'm always with the birth order. I'm always like, I put more pressure on her. I'm like, you know, you're like with Ian, who's 10, who's three years younger than her. I'm like, talk to him. Tell, you know, make him feel better. You know, I'm never saying that to the boys about like, I'm definitely put more on her because she's the oldest. And that's probably sure. why she's rebelling against everything you're saying. Oh, she's uh, <laughs> she doesn't really rebel. She's a really good kid. She is good. What I was saying before was, is it do we treat them the way that they are because that's the way they are? Or does the way we treat them influence the people they become? That's kind of what I was. So it's like chicken versus the egg, right? So it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first? The way they are, and that's how we treat them, or we treat them, and that's the way they are. I think we treat them, and that's the way they are. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think maybe it's a little bit of that, and then we drive it home. Did you know? Mm. I think the egg came first, not the chicken. All right, can we talk about this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So what they say for first children, uh, the first child – you already talked about this, but I want to kind of elaborate is they say they're reliable. They're conscientious, con, con, conscientious. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Conscientious. Con, con, 100%. Conscientious. Conscientious. That's all of the above. Structured, cautious, controlling, who, who? Ach- achiever. Who? Which one is this? The first child. Conscientious, structured. Conscientious, re- reliable, structured, cautious, controlling, and achievers. Okay. Would you say our first is any of those things? Can I say it again? <laughs> no. We've one said it too time. many times. I can't. All right. One more time. Reliable, conscientious, structured, cautious, controlling, achiever. Would you relate that to our first child? In her own way, yes. Yes. In her own way. She is not a typical first child, for sure. I agree. Right. All right. Ian, our second child, Mm -hmm. follows to a T what a second child Mm -hmm. is, a middle child. Mm -hmm. People pleaser, Mm -hmm. somewhat rebellious, thrives on friendships, has large social circles, and a peacemaker. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's him. Like, those are his adjectives. Yeah. And then third, uh, which... I don't agree with everything here, but uh, fun-loving, mm-hmm. uncomplicated, manipulative, outgoing, attention-seeker, self-centered. Well, our third, he's first of all, he's still young. He's seven. All he right, is, let's move on. Okay. Nobody cares. Right. Oh, yeah, I have a question for you mm. because you were talking about you, like, you're a gap child. I loved the gap. <laughs> I shopped there Are they all still the in time. business? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So you're a gap child. So mm-hmm. your brother, like you said, is 10 years older than mm-hmm. you? And your sister's eight years older than mm-hmm. you? Seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you consider yourself to be a typical third child? Or are you almost like a first child in a way? Both. Like you said, um, I had to... So I had two things going on. I had... Um, I was a typical... I was not a typical third child in that my parents... Um, uh, were kind of done. You know, they were sort of, I mean, they loved me just as much as my brother and sister. Don't mm. get me wrong. That, you <laughs> don't, think that's debatable? Don't push it. But 
at the same time, they were sort of like, uh, they, they, they were tired, you know, and they were, and, and not only were they tired, but it was really difficult. So that was harder for them. And also I think they were, they were putting, so they put all three of us through private school and they had, they were putting my brother and my sister through college. So finances were less than they were. Um, and I think to my dad, it was a shock because he is such a responsible, capable human being. And I was a total shit show in high school and college. So I think that, um, number one, he was done because he was tired and he had already raised two kids. And I think number two, and they were phenomenal parents. Don't get me wrong. I, I was hard. I think number two, they were sort of like, oh my God, that she's diff- she's really tough. So um, I think that like the day you wanted to marry me, they were like super excited because <laughs> yeah, like, please take her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I am by I am in my mind the most typical youngest child there ever was. Even though I have some, you know, I worked since I was fourteen years old. You know, I was always working. I was always making money, and I like wanted to buy shit, so I knew I had to. You know, work. Well, you worked at stores that you could buy shit on Oh, yeah. Cheap. I worked at Banana Republic yeah. for years because I, I wanted cool clothes. And back then, Banana Republic was like a cool clothes store. Another thing I read that's interesting. So I always wanted three kids. Like I... No, you didn't. What? You did not. How many kids did I you forced you into the third kid. No, you wanted a fourth kid. Oh, You're fuck never... that. Oh, you... I don't what? want a fourth kid. You never forced <laughs> me into a third kid. Really? Ever. I thought I did. What? What? No, you were going to force me into a, th- a fourth kid, and that's when I said you have to get a vasectomy yeah. or else I will not have sex with you because I cannot handle a fourth kid. And some people can, and they're amazing at it. But uh, uh, there's a also a, a bunch of studies that say that uh, parents tend to favor and identify with the uh, birth order that, you know, their own birth order. So if you were... Oh, a, is that true? Yes. Oh, so so, you, so you're the third kid. Correct. Right. Correct. So I always was like, I want three kids. Uh, listen, had we not been able to have three kids, I would have stopped it too. I really always wanted three kids. Hmm. You, you don't listen to a fucking word I say because I said that for years that I, from like our first date, I was like, I want three kids. But uh, yeah, do I feel close? Like the thing is like, I was trying to think to myself, do I feel closer to Jonah? And it says that, you know, if you have a last child, no matter how many children you have, and you're all the other, all your other kids have gone off, like college or whatever, you tend to be closer to the last child because they're the last one's home. Yeah, but they're the baby too. So it's more comforting to like baby a baby. Yeah, but I really legitimately, and you know me, I'm like, they're all pains in the ass or whatever, but I legitimately, like, they all have something super special about them. They do. Yeah. Yes. uh, yes. Our our kids are all, the three of them are so freaking different. But they're all good. You know, like, they're all, and they all have the same hardcore beliefs. All right. Nobody cares. I know, but how I'm just saying. Think our children. I'm are just so saying great. that's an interesting thing to think about. Is are you do you identify more with the youngest child? You know, uh, as me, do I identify more as the youngest right. child because I'm the youngest child? Do uh, you think you do? Do you? I don't think so. I don't either. No. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. I no. You don't. Mm-hmm. You have your own unique thing with each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, and both our moms come from three girls. 
which I think is that's, interesting. That's funny. Yeah, you never wow. thought about that. I did, did you? not. All right, so something I researched a little bit just for like fun is famous birth order. So can you guess what these celebrities, their famous birth order? You know what? Where where, where do they go in line? Okay. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, firstborn. Only child. Yeah. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Only child. Makes sense. Martin Luther King. Ooh. Um, second child. Yeah. Middle child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates. Only child. No. Third child. No. Think about all his like charity work and everything. He's a middle child. Okay. Yeah. Jim Carrey. Oh, like fifth child. Y- youngest. Yeah. Steve Martin. Second child. Youngest child. Okay. Lindsay Lohan. Don't know who she is. <laughs> For real? I know the name. I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Well, Lindsay Lohan is shockingly an eldest child, which I was very surprised about. Robert De Niro. Uh, oh, boy. Um, Robert De Niro has got to be the third. No, only child. Only? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what I got. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh man, I, I know. Well, fun. it gets to be too much, uh, too much. But <laughs> not that I knew anything that I was talking about, but it was fun. But I I think there's something to be said for. I mean, my brother, you know, like I said, I'll have them on. But I, for me, he's the typical, and he's a really good big brother. He is to me like the most. He's my dad. You know, he's my dad in a sense. He's like the typical oldest boy. And they do say that oldest girls tend to be more successful even than oldest boys. So if you have an oldest girl, she kind of tends to even like extend herself even more than an oldest hmm. child. Is that boy. true? Yeah. And my sister made a point today when we were out. Uh, she said families with all boys tend to be like really successful. Like all the boys tend to just really like want each other to succeed. I, I think there's something to be said for all of this in the birth order. I and, do too. I think it's fun. Yeah. It's look, it's more fun. There is a lot of truth to this. I think we've established that. Yeah. Um and there's a lot of silliness too that doesn't right. pertain to everybody. Right. But it makes sense. I think Right, it does. but I do think what drew us to each other is problematic as it's been and we have definitely come into some issues I think because we're both old old you know, like youngest, youngest. children. Yeah. Uh I don't know that I could be with an oldest child. Back in the day, now it makes sense to me. Now mm-hmm. I'm, so, I sort of would like that. I don't think uh, an oldest child could put up with you. Really? Yeah. No, I'm thinking more that like I think I would. They would like. I think same as my mom and my dad. I think he would appreciate that about me, or she would appreciate that about me. I think that uh, when I was 24 and still young, I was adventurous and wanted adventure. Now, I would like a little bit of the... Yeah, but you still want adventure. You still want fun. No? Yeah. I could get that with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> but I know. Yeah. I don't anymore, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> I'm done with all that, too. Right. I guess that's age. Like, just getting older. Maybe. Fuck. Next is 50. That's old. That's not next. 45 is next. No. 50 is next. No, it's not. It's 45. The, the next decade is 50. All right, 50's great. No, fuck that. Yeah. That means I only have like... All right, like can we not? Okay. All right. Really? Seriously? <laughs> All right. Enough of that? Yeah, enough of that. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope we entertained you for a little while. This was one of our shorter episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's just going to be a fun one. Yeah, of course. It was. Mm-hmm. This was just for fun. So we're done? Yeah, so please rate and review us on iTunes. Or anywhere you else you get your podcast yeah, or you listen. Right. Uh, doesn't just have to be iTunes. Yeah, anywhere you get your podcast, uh, subscribe to our email list. We've sent out a few emails, yeah. which have been fun. Our last one was fun. I worked really hard on that. I know. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I worked really hard on that. Um, Instagram still. We're, we're, you know, if you have anybody, if you want to share the podcast or Instagram with anybody, please do that. Uh, that's super helpful to us. And um, if you want YouTube. to go on our website. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. Adam has some videos on YouTube. With him <laughs> in the and support us, please. So after the Jody Utter uh, interview, we got some feedback of people saying the audio really sucked. Yeah. Uh, some people were like, it's fine. We were able to hear it's totally fine. Some people were super frustrated about the audio. Yeah, but the content was good. The content was amazing. Yeah. Jody was phenomenal. She's awesome. Uh, but my answer to that is, okay, well, we would love to get new, you know, new equipment for audio to make it better for all of you. And we have some phenomenal guests coming on uh, in the future that we already have booked. And we would love you to just be able to enjoy it without any kind of audio interference. But we need help. <laughs> We're doing this completely on our own budget. Like that, this is all the money comes out of our pocket. So if you can help us and we can make the audio better, we would really support, you know, appreciate that. So support us on our website. Sure. Get, you know, give us whatever it is, $5, $10. It all helps. So go on and do that, please. Yeah. Yeah. And we love you. More about that to come. Um, probably in the next episode with some fun new stuff that we're probably going to All right, have just soon. wait and we'll talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about okay. it later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We love you. Uh-huh. Yeah, fun? we love you. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.